You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. The JSE has opened its doors for another day and therefore another week. So it's time for the opening with Nick Kunzer from Sunlam Private Wealth. I'm looking at the futures markets. I'm, before we get into the diary, I'm looking at the futures markets. I'm looking at the NASDAQ and the S&P and they're roaring ahead. Is there any rational reason for this? I hope there is. <laughs> Morning, Lindsay. It's just a real sort of risk on positive sentiment kind of day. I mean, as you said, Far East markets charging ahead as well. Uh, it's a we can get on the diary in a sec, as you said, but it is a big week with with a lot of central banks as well. So, I think people are just positioning themselves, possibly looking for a bounce back. I mean, Wall Street last week didn't have the greatest week, and of course. That tech-heavy Nasdaq also, it's about 10% below its all-time high that it hit the week before. Yes. So it's, it seems to be a little bit of bit of a pause, bit of people coming in looking for some bargains, maybe expecting a bounce back. A little bit of M&A activity too. We had a news out of SoftBank was buying and was selling its business to uh, that it bought from Arm to NVIDIA. So also a little bit of tech. A couple of IPOs this week too. So there's quite a few things to digest and certainly – uh, investors and traders this morning positioning themselves to the positive side because it is a very, very solid bounce in most assets. Very good indeed. Let's have a look at that then. And the RAND is a recipient of that risk on trade because it's up about three quarters of a percent against the US dollar. Dollar RAND is 1663. British pound against the RAND is 2136. And the Euro RAND is 1973 with the Euro dollar 11865. Slightly weaker for the US dollar. In the States on Friday, we saw the Dow Jones up half a percent, the S&P flat, and the Nasdaq down 0.6%. But the futures, as we've just said, really bouncing back very smartly indeed. The gold price is 19.45, down $4 an ounce. Platinum is, is this correct? $40 up? No, it can't be. 9.44. I don't know if the increment change is the right one, but anyway, no, uh, it's wrong. I, 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 think, I look at COMEX, I'm not sure what you look at, but either the, the price is the same. It's... it's I've got it actually up about uh, $13, but the same price, nine forty-four. Okay, nine forty-four. Where's Palladium, please? Uh, Palladium also received a risk on up half a percent at the moment. It is two three two five at the moment, two thousand three hundred twenty-five. Twenty-three twenty-five, and the oil price, as I scroll down, is. Barely changed, up slightly for West Texas at $37.39, and Brent crude is $39.84, breaking down below that $40 uh, mark. So quite on the commodities, but very, very interesting on the equities. What about South Africa? Have we started as well as the NASDAQ and the S&P futures have? Uh, not quite. Brand is playing a little bit on the miners, but certainly the, the banks are bouncing back quite strongly. They had a bit of a tough week last week in our financial sector. And SA Inc. also, we had some results out of Bidvest we can talk about in a sec. But um, it feels like a little bit more of a cautious stance to SA. We're in the green, and we'll take it on a Monday morning, but certainly not as euphoric with the likes of 1.5% up on the futures. You know, we're up uh, half a percent, 280 points on the old share. Yeah, Bidvest came out with a trading statement on Friday when we were uh, – was it Friday or was it Thursday? No, they came out – No, it was this oh, morning. Uh, no, the, the trading statement they came out with, I think it was. Oh, yes, um, yes, yes um, right. and, and when we were talking to David, we didn't have a, ta- a chance to look at that. It was Thursday, but the results are out. How were they? They seemed pretty good. Well, the market likes them anyway. No, they weren't bad. They weren't bad. I mean, it, it pretty much in line of expectations. And as you said, it's, it's not far from a trading – guidance that they gave a few days ago uh, profit falling about a fifth um still declaring a you know opting to hold on to its final dividend to preserve cash so only paid this the interims last time they're holding on to their final yes uh, they've got a couple of charges and just in general i mean this is this is this is really an essay 
it certainly exposed to everything that happens in SA. Um, they also had to write off, don't forget, that stake in Comair, which was 27.2% of it. So that impaired their business quite a bit, capital yeah, charge. Um, but I don't, I don't know. You know, it's, it, it, was, it was okay. I, I wouldn't get too carried away. And I think if you look at what the share price done today, down 0.6%, I think it maybe sums it up. It's you know, to be expected, but let's not get, get carried away just yet. I think there's a lot of hard work to be done on, on that side of the business. I thought the share price was up quite smartly. Am I, am I looking at the wrong screen? Was that just an early salvo? What is it at the moment? Sorry, I beg your, I beg your pardon. Yes. Let me retract that. I'm talking about Bid, I was looking at Bid, Bid Corp. Corp. yeah, exactly. Um, so Bidvest, yeah. So I think, as I said, a lot of the expectations, um, as expected. The stock was down quite a bit over the last year, so expecting a bounce back. 155, you're right. Eight percent—that's actually a good, a good, a good share price reflection. I tell you what, yeah, that's a really good move. Um, and if you look at the introduction, Nick, uh, I'll read it to you. It says, "This financial year has been unprecedented. Never has the world, our country, group, and our people been tested to such an extent." But the true bidvest spirit shone through. Someone was obviously really—it was either very late at night or they'd had a sherry or two when they wrote this. Numerous cost containment liquidity preservation and strategic steps were implemented in rapid response to considerable demand changes and so it goes on so i mean they're, they're saying to themselves which i quite like that they they took remedial action immediately so let's just hope that now that the comair thing is out of the way and maybe it'll it'll come back in some form in the future if this new consortium gets hold of of the company but anyway the point is it seems as though they've done something about the problem they've reacted to it if you see what i mean yeah yeah they're very very sort of proactive as opposed to some people trying to come around now and sort their problems out so you know yeah today stock's down 24 percent it's it's look it's not cheap it's trading at 15 pe but uh you know they, they, they will certainly they've got a bit of debt to worry about but so once i think these are one of those stocks that once we start opening up and there are rumors that we're going to level one in the next few weeks is announcement this week apparently from the, the presidency. You know, these are one of these recovery stocks you probably want to take a look at. And uh, someone's getting ahead of the, the crowd today, up eight percent. Metrofile is up three and a half percent. They came out with their financial results of the year ended thirtieth of June. Too small for you, probably, Nick. Yeah, it is. I'll pass on that one. Astral Foods general trading update uh, up half a percent. The chicken sector again, also too small, or just just something you don't look no, at. No, this, again, this is this is one that ties in with a lot of people very concerned about food inflation, i.e., that they're expecting it to bounce back. So, I mean, I'd put this with Astral. Um, we saw AVR's results, which were really good last week. Um, Quantum Foods, another one to keep an eye on. They're all sort of play in the same space. Um, and Astral, I would. I would put this one down as also a recovery share. I think I really do think that we're going to get a balance back in soft commodities and inflation uh, and you want to be in these food groups. So I'll, I'll, mm. even though it's maybe a little bit small for some of the, the bigger clients, I'd certainly think it's one to keep an eye on. It's quite sad to look at this announcement which came out at um Six minutes ago, Anglo Gold Ashanti mm. Limited. Anglo Gold Ashanti receives unconditional approval for the sale of its South African mines. I mean, Anglo Gold, Anglo Gold Ashanti was 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 what the quint, quintessential mining, the gold yeah. mining company. It started the gold mining industry more or less, and we Very know much. we know all about it. But just to see it in black and white, there, it is a little bit sad, don't you think? It is. I mean, it's, it's. I mean, South African mining and specifically gold mining must be synonymous with Anglo Gold Ashanti, yes. um, as far as I can remember. But it, it's it's not uh, it's not leaving our shores as in such. The mines will still be active. They're selling them to Harmonies. Uh, Harmony one to you know, it's always one to turn around as well. Um, but it is, as you said, it is a little bit in an era at the moment. 
Okay, uh, let's have a look at some of the, uh, the the big movers. I'll just refresh my screen because we've spoken about one of them. The one at the top is um, it, is Bidvest, and it was when I saw it was up five and two thirds percent. Now on my screen, which is delayed and probably behind yours, six and two thirds percent higher. Renet up one and three quarters. Anglo American PLC up one point six percent. Richemont up one point four percent. Tiger Brands up one point one percent. On the downside, Sibania Stillwater down seven point four percent. That's a big move. Altron down six and a quarter. Car track down five and three quarters, and Harmony down three point one percent. What's the story with Sibania? Because uh, that's, um, I mean, I can't see any move. I suppose it's the Rand, is it? Well, the Rand is strong, it's up point six nine percent. I just want to see. No, it's not gone ex div or anything like that. I don't know. No. I don't know. Big move. Anyway, anything else outside of those? And also, after that, let's have a look at the diary for the week. I was going to say, to be fair, I mean, Sibania is up fifty percent year to date. So. Yeah. Put that in perspective. <laughs> yes. um, other than that, no, not really. Well, the diary today, it's, well, the diary this week is certainly a busy one for, for local traders, investors, and offshore guys. So we have three of the biggest central banks, Lindsay, Federal Reserve, Bank of England, Bank of Japan, all been action this week. And, of course, don't forget our Saab, also out on Thursday. Oh, yeah. Uh, no changes expected from any of them, though they are factoring in a quarter-point cut in South Africa. And uh, it's also a busy week for companies, uh, not necessarily earnings results, because we have two of the largest U.S. software listings in history uh, will lead this big week for IPOs since Uber's flotation last week. So the tech favor front to tech business front and center once again. Um, and then locally, busy. So we've got uh, retail figures are due out from China on Tuesday, U.S. on Wednesday, U.K. and Canada on Friday. And then um, on the earnings calendar for ourselves, close to the home, JSC, we had Bidvest, as, as you said, this morning. We've got Superguru annual results tomorrow. Uh, Wednesday sees Discovery. They'll be an interesting one to watch. Yes. Uh, Stats SA releases July retail sales also on the Wednesday. And then finally Thursday, uh, Remgro's annual results uh, and Woolies as well, as, as well as our Saab. And then Friday we can recover because there's nothing on the diary for Friday. Okay. How are the indices after one hour and nine minutes of trading, please? Okay, for one hour, it's a decent, uh, decent start. Let me bring it out. So, so far, half percent firm on the JSC All Share. 310 points up, 56,398. Uh, top 40 up 0.64%, back above 52,000. 52,050. And you're looking down in all indices. Industrials, I mean, all that is Bidvest. That index up 3.76%. Technology also in a good day. Process and NUSPERS, that index up 0.76%. Basic materials, just a quarter point higher. And the only real lagger is, is, is the gold mining sector this morning is a little bit weak. Uh, and healthcare, Aspen, uh, we haven't spoken about that. It's been a bit of a lagger last week. Mm. Uh, so healthcare down 0.1% at the moment. Very good. Nick, thanks so much for your time this morning. That's Nick Kunzer from Sandland Private Wealth. And we'll be speaking to Nick again on the five o'clock shadow, just after five o'clock this evening. And that was the opening. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.